Hey everybody on Podcast Land, it's David coming at you with a brand new podcast. Well, it is, well, closing in the end of July, we're getting ready to go into August, and I guess life resumes itself for us that have kids that are in school. Um, Seems like the summer kind of blew by, but we've been diligent, we've been working hard, getting things done this summer, so that way this winter we can relax and not have no problems as much as last year now i don't know if i've told you a lot about last year last winter but we were sick a lot we were we caught everything that the schools had over and over and it seemed like we could not get our house cleared out from sickness for the whole winter and what does that got to do with getting your stuff done well i'm gonna tell you if you have all your stuff done when you get sick you don't have to worry as much but when you're sick and your stuff's not done you have to do it when you're sick and that's no fun and having a family and a busy life in ministry, you can't do those things. One mishap like that, and if it hangs on for a little bit, you're in trouble. And I found myself in that after almost 30 years in ministry of pulpit ministry, you know, having it kind of, it's easy. Pulpit ministry is much easier. And and I'll tell you, I'll qualify that. The reason why is because you know what you're preaching. You can set, you establish it. You know your time. You know your audience. It's just always like that. Um, the kind of ministry God's bringing me into seems very difficult. <laughs> and I think that's why many people don't do it. I mean, if it's not the Lord doing it, you're not going to build it. If it's not the Lord building it, it's not going to happen. And you're going to have to rely on Him. It's going to take everything that you have your strength to muster, your faith to believe in God to get the episodes that you need done in your life. Just like a podcast. In order to get these podcast episodes out, it takes the presence of God many, many times because our strength fails. Just like in your life, on the job, your personal life, your family life, your strength will fail because we're human. It's normal. We're not superheroes. We're not made of metal and armor. We're flesh. And flesh is weak. We have to sleep at night. We're tired. We get tired. We get sick. We're very touchy, sensitive. We have all kinds of issues as human beings. But day by day, we make it. And with the power of God, we can do great things. And when God is before you, who can be against you? That's kind of the theme today. And let me tell you, this week I've been battling bees. Last week I was stung three times. One in my ear. Now, it didn't happen all at once. It happened three different times in a week. And all accidental, which turned into a war. Now I am eradicating bees. I've been eradicating about five or six huge bees' nests. Now you say it's easy. Well, I'm going to tell you, these ground bees are not nothing to mess with. And they've, they've anchored themselves in some very good places. So to get any kind of spray to their nest is almost impossible. And so after wasting lots of money on different objects to, that says they can fix my problem, I had to come up with a solution. And so I thought back on the different things I saw in my life. And I came up with, I took some PVC pipe that was about a half inch and I taped them together so it made it pretty long and I put a handle on it so you have like a handle like a bazooka handle and then I taped the other end to my 
wet dry vac. And so it's long enough to get up there to their door. And so every time they come in and out, I suck them up with my vacuum. I've been doing that for about three or four days now. And it seems like there's no end in sight of these bees. I'm talking hundreds of them so far being sucked up and eradicated out of six different gigantic hives around my yard that have anchored themselves in. Now, it's not only this yard, my other yard that I had before I got married, that has bees in it. And that's what got me in the ear. I picked up a board the other day and when I picked it up, I turned it over. The bee jumped out of the nest, flew straight into my ear and stung me and I had to grab it and pull it out. And it was the worst feeling of my life. It made my side of my face go numb, my jaw, my tooth. It was so painful. And that took about three or four days for that to subside. My face swelled up and it was very painful on top of other issues we're dealing with. And so I'm not complaining. What I'm saying is that's life. This is life. I'm not complaining about my life. I do enough of that at home, guys. I'm not going to do it on my podcast. And we all complain. I'm telling you what, I've seen the Fairweather group of people that no matter what you say, they're going to they're gonna say, oh, you can't say that. You have to just praise the Lord. And I've been around those kind of people. I've been offended by those people and have had to apologize to those kind of people many times. The reason why is because they're lying. It's the fact. Because I don't know how over the years, after you get to know somebody, you see their ups and downs. And you see those people also have their downs. And the thing that I have ought with is when they portray it 24-7 to everybody and nobody's allowed to show reality, you are producing a lie, my friend. You are producing misinformation. When you are wanting something to be something, even though it's not, and you keep saying it, and reality is saying it is something different, you have jumped on the devil's bandwagon. You can call it faith. You can call it Preachings telling the preachers telling me to do it. You can tell me all that stuff, but I'm gonna tell you what reality is it's a lie. Because if you're looking at something and something is the way it is when you're looking at it and you're telling everyone it's something else, you have deceived yourself. That is not godly, that is not prayer, that is not faith. God does not change things in front of you. If you look at a lawnmower and you see that lawnmower sitting there and you start telling people that's not a lawnmower, that's a horse. I don't care what you do, how much faith you have. I have never seen it in the Bible, never heard it happen. And it's not to say that you can take this scripture like this out of context, mountains. If you need a mountain move, just have a grain of mustard seed of faith and you will move a mountain. It seems like that would apply to this, wouldn't it? But if you want to take it word for word, it wouldn't apply to this because you would need a mountain. If you want to take the word for word and apply the Bible just the way it is said, literally, it says if you have a faith the size of a mustard seed, you will say unto this tree or this mountain, the tree be uprooted, the mountain be uprooted and plucked up. Whichever one you want to use, the scriptures are there. If you want to use it and be literal, do you want to walk up to a mountain and say that? Has, have you tried it? Have you walked up to the mountain and said, be thou removed? No, because what we do is we say, nope, that mountain is whatever is so big in your life that's what that scripture means. We, we apply things to that scripture that was never meant to be used that way. I know, I know. I can hear what you're saying already. You don't like what I'm saying. But just think about that. Let your kid walk in the house. And take something that you said and apply it 
the way they want to, not the way you told them, and see how you feel about that. Let's give you an example. Stay out of the fridge. Don't touch that food. That's for dinner tomorrow. The kid doesn't listen, gets in there, says, I changed the way you say that. I say something else and you do it differently. You don't have dinner for tomorrow. The kids did something wrong. Just like when you give them rules, if they change the rules, you punish them. They get a correction. Why, do we not, why don't we see that in the Bible? Why don't we see that when we work for God? Why don't we see that when we do the things that we do? Because we're too big. We're adults. We have God on our side. We have faith. We have all these things that give us the ability to not have to follow the rules like everybody else. But if you're not following the rules like everybody else, you don't have faith, my friend. You have something else. Listen, the Bible is not written specifically for other people and you have a different version. God doesn't say, I reserve certain punishments for other people because you're a certain kind of person. I'm, I'm going to let you do this. You can get away with it, but I'm not going to let other people get away with it. That's not how the Bible works, my friend. And that's deception. If you are walking a life like that, you are deceived. The Bible clearly talks about this many times. There's a way that seems right to man, even you that's listening to me. And you better be careful. I really want to talk about this. Let's say, do you know there's multiple sides of a story? There's always two sides of a story. And I'm going to blow your mind. There's multiple rights to a story. There's multiple correct versions to a story. Now you have to ask yourself, what is truth? I'll qualify everything I say. You know I do. But I want you to stir a thought in your, your head right now and think about this. Let's say you have somebody that has a tribe. Let's say we're tribal people. We have two tribes. One tribe harvests flour to live on. The other tribe harvests flour to use for their animals. So there's two different stories there. Okay? Now, eventually they go to war. And one is fighting the other. They both have a just cause. They both are fighting for the just cause. One is fighting for their food. The other one is fighting for their animal's food. Two different situations. Two different sides of the sea. Fighting for the same thing. So who is correct? Let's say that you were in the opposing party. Are you correct then? Because haven't you noticed that's how this whole world is? And we want to sit and put books out. We want to teach people. We want to talk like it's a very simple thing. And we have it all orderly figured out. And we know how things work. And then everyone's always discombobulated. And everyone's always thrown off. Because it never works out the way that we're taught. It never works out the way that you think. And it never works out what other people say. And we're always offended. But we stick 100% to we are wrong. And what they told us is right. Now, don't get sidetracked. I'm not talking about politics or nothing. I'm not talking about none of that stuff. I'm talking about life in general. The majority, whenever the majority thinks a certain way, that's the way it's supposed to be for, for most people. And if you haven't noticed, 
it was never the majority that did the things for God in the Bible. It was always a minority or the opposing side. Look at Apostle Paul, for example. Are you telling me that God had nobody more qualified in the Christian camp than Apostle Paul before he was called? He was killing Christians. That should take him off every application to become a Christian for Jesus. If you were a boss of a company, let's say you're the boss of Coca-Cola, let's say, and you have a neighbor next door Every day he destroys your Coca-Cola cans. He goes over there, he kills your people, your workers, and he destroys all your Coca-Cola cans. Your product is in disarray. Next week, two weeks go by, you find this person, and instead of calling the cops, instead of having him arrested, you promote him, give him the key to the company, and give him the top position and let him have free reign over it after you had a good stern talk with him. Can you do that? Can you see yourself doing that to your home, your property, the things that you own, your possessions, let alone a company like that? But that's exactly what our God did. And now I hear you say, oh, but that's God. So you're telling me God operates outside the field that we do? Because that's not what the Bible says. He made himself lower than the angels. He came down here, he became his creation. He walked amongst his creation with no more power than he gives us. Why does that surprise us? But this is interesting how he picks his people. Because he picks his people that have no qualifications. That's very interesting. And it doesn't do it once. He does it multiple times throughout the Bible. Women, men alike. No respecter of persons. This is what I'm talking about, guys. Your story, your fight, your blessings, everything might be coming in a way that you don't see because the way you see is on the opposing side and God's got a plan because he's on the opposite side and your plan is coinciding, is not working with God's. And he says, you're not seeing what I got for you and I'm going to do something, but you can't see it because you're so looking through one glass but all that is is a vision that you see that you're trying to make come to pass, but it's misinformation and it's a lie unless it's reality. Now, if you have faith, faith is something different. Faith is the substance of things not seen. It's not saying that you want something that you see. It's the substance of things not seen and the evidence of things hoped for. That's faith. Praise God. So, think about what I said so far. Think about what we're talking about so far. I may do a podcast tomorrow and do part B and add some new stuff that is what I'm working on too. But let, let's, let's cut this short. Let's pray over what we talked about. Let's meditate on this. And then tomorrow I'm going to add some new stuff, put it with it, and we'll put part B. So let's pray. Lord Jesus, I ask you to bless my hearers right now. All those that listen, all those that are part of this podcast, I ask you to bless them in a mighty way. I love them and I give you praise tonight, God, and I ask you to grow 
Grow us in the way that we should grow. Build us in the way that we should be. Touch your people, God. Touch me. Touch us, Lord. We love you and we give you praise. Touch our families tonight and give us strength through this day that we're in. Help us to see truth, to follow the truth, and to have our eyes always stayed upon you, that we never be found sinning against you. Let your your word be hidden in our heart, Lord. Let it always be in there. We love you and give you praise in Jesus' name. I ask you to bless everyone that hears today with a special blessing financially, with their health, with their family. Shower inside their hearts so their mind has peace. They can lay on their bed and sleep like babies. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I love you guys out there and you have a good night and God bless.